0: My name is Lawrence Brooks, and you're listening to the Hoopball Mavericks Podcast. Ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for my betting tips. I always get asked, who you got, Lakers or Clippers, Brady or Mahomes, and I'll tell you what I tell them. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I tell people to bet with my bookie. My bookie rep is rock solid, and they got the best odds, contests, and promotions in the business. They're the only place I trust to handle my NBA-related bets. The one sportsbook guaranteed to give me the best lines, for Tuesday night basketball, Thursday night, Saturday playoff games, and everything in between, and you know me, I don't give my stamp of approval easily. To earn it, you've got to be the best at what you do. And my bookie is the best sports book out there. Period. It's simple. Sign up in our promo code hoopball and get your deposit matched way halfway up to a thousand bucks. Head over to my bookie if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best. Bet with my bookie. Again, thank you all for joining the Hoopball Mavericks podcast. Again, I am your host Lawrence Brooks. We are back after a game six loss. I can't say that I'm, I don't know if I'm upset. I don't know if I'm disappointed. I don't know if I'm just numb because clearly the Mavericks send us for an emotional roller coaster. Being fresh off the game, I cannot pinpoint where I'm at. So this might be a little bit of a tangent. So just bear with me, follow with me, and just hear me out. As this is pretty much an instant reaction to what I just saw. Um, side note to that, my computer was—I don't know what happened with my computer, but I definitely had a, had thoughts on last game. But I had to take it to get it repaired. It was freezing. I don't know what was going on. But we're back anyway. Moving along. So in this game that the Mavericks lost, one hundred four ninety-seven, and. The series is tied 3-3. Tied at 3-3 and the Mavericks were in great position to get this win and close this series out. But it did not happen. Um, There's still a team, we have to keep in mind, there's still a team that's relatively young when it comes to playoff experience. Their leader is extremely young. Luka Doncic is only 22. They don't seem to have a solidified number two guy and that's not really a shot at Porzingis it's just more so the facts and for me when looking at what kind of transpired in this game I mean Porzingis would be an easy target and we'll get to him in a second but for Luca, he just he he was uncharacteristically unaggressive in moments that he could have been more aggressive Most notably in the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, he has not been great in this series. He's averaging around five points per game in the fourth quarter. And that is where he has time and time again put this team on his back and secured a win. But in this series, for whatever reason, he just has not been that dynamic in the fourth quarter. And so this game was no different. While he had 12 points, I want to say seven of those came when the game was pretty much out of hand. If you ask me, he only had five when the game was still competitively in balance, and so it was a little bit of stat padding towards the end, but nonetheless, he had 12 in the fourth quarter. So be it. But when you look at how he did in this game, it was 2 of 9 from 3. He actually did make all his free throws, so that's wonderful. He was also 11 of 24 from the field for 45%, which isn't bad. had 29 points, 11 assists, 4 steals, 8 rebounds. He was productive. But his production was not that impactful. It was probably the quietest 29 points I've ever seen him score. And again, most of what was happening, especially in the fourth quarter, was him passing up shots, trying to get guys, or maybe in his mind getting guys open just to get open looks because he felt as if he was being doubled. But there were numerous occasions where he really just was too passive Passing before the double team even gets there, had chances to turn the corner, and just did not get downhill and get into the lane. <clears throat> Excuse me. And and it was really when the game was in the ba- was in the balance because with about six minutes to go, five minutes to go, the Mavs were they were two of twelve from the field in the fourth quarter at the five minute mark. So they finally they finally get a three pointer from Luka coming out of the timeout. That broke the drive spell. But then after that, it was a bunch of inconsistent play, a bunch of stagnant basketball, um, a bunch of Luka get it done for us type of play. And that's not going to work, especially against a team that can turn it on defensively, against a team that has two guys, two very capable defenders. They haven't been anything close to elite defenders in this series. But you give them enough repetition in certain areas, they can get stops. And so that leads me to the Clippers in, in such a sense. Now, today, in this game, they were 29% from three. I mean, there were there's statistical reference that would lend itself to both teams losing this game. I mean, it was just bizarre statistics across the board, but most notably... Them going 10 of 34 from three for 29%, but Kawhi was literally the catalyst for winning that game. He had 45 points, two steals, three assists, six rebounds, five of nine from the three-point line, 18 of 25 overall for 72%, and he barely missed a shot in the fourth quarter. I mean, every time it looked like the Mavs were going to make something happen, Kawhi shut the door. Even when they weren't making things happen, Kawhi was continuing to apply pressure and not allow the Mavericks to get in any type of rhythm offensively by just continuously punishing them on the offensive end. And sometimes your best defense is your offense. And in this game, that's exactly was the case, even though they did get stops. Although I think some of the stops they got was more so of the Mavericks with unforced errors, most notably Luka. So Luka did get some help from tim hardaway Jr., which was a terrific sign he was 9 of 19 from the field 4 of 11 from three he ended up with 23 points and i thought that was going to be enough to help but you know last game they only had two guys in double figures that was tim hardaway Jr. and luca but you got 12 from bobon today you got 23 from hardaway obviously and you got 11 from dorian finney smith another guy who has who he woke up a little bit more from from uh on the offensive end today. And so that was helpful. But for them to for them to close out this series, they're just going to need more from Porzingis. And here's my thing with Porzingis. I think Kristaps Porzingis is a good player. I think Kristaps Porzingis is an impactful player. But I believe that his his rehab to development ratio over the last three years has been if i put a percentage on it excuse me i would say maybe 65 35 he's had so many injuries whether they're nagging or truly um significant injuries he has had to rehab and rehab and rehab and it has stunted his on-court growth and we are now seeing that in this series he can't get anything going by himself. Um, They sort of run sets for him, but they're not anything that's going to really be significant to get him going. And even when they do get him going, they somehow find a way to go away from him. And I don't know if that is a product of the fact that he is now just turned into one of the guys. If they don't feel like they can constantly run offense through him, but it's almost at this point, it's almost as if They've made more of an effort to get Boban going than Porzingis. And I just don't understand that because I know there's two sides of the coin. There's one side saying, or not one side saying, I just think it's twofold in general, which is, yes, can the Mavericks do more to get him going? Sure. But is he helping himself by being able to do different things offensively to find scoring opportunities for himself? And I think the answer to that is no, and I think it's not because he can't do it or because he's shying away from the moment. I just think his encore development has been stunted, and he is not he has not found another level to go to other than the one that he's already had and it's almost outdated at this point. He needs an update, a reboot, he just needs more development and more um more encore action. Not necessarily game action, he needs skill development. Things that he can go to, a little more strength, things that can make him a little more dynamic. Opportunities to put the ball on the floor a little more, so he needs to improve his ball handling a little bit. But at this point, I just see a guy who is just struggling to find his way because his injury history is starting to, it's starting to take effect in terms of what he can do. And I know he seems to be disgruntled. I know it I I know I can you can tell that he's a little frustrated out there. But it's not all his fault and it's not all the Mavs fault. It goes hand in hand. And because of that, that could be very problematic in a game seven where they're gonna need all hands on deck. And they used to run the pick and pop with him and Porzingis, with Luke and Porzingis a lot. They've gone away from that. He doesn't really get any mid-range opportunities that um that often anymore. Not saying that guys look him off, but I think that he doesn't command as much presence on the court. So even when he has opportunities to make something happen, guys aren't necessarily instinctively looking for him to get him the basketball. And so that's really causing an issue. So, you know, it's just I think that's where that's where I'm at with Porzingis. It's not even like I'm upset with him. I just kind of think that his whole his entire situation is a little there's a little blame to go around on both ends and it's not going to get any better anytime soon and it will be interesting to see how this season ends if it ends in this game seven coming up on sunday or if they continue to move forward but i'm sure they're thinking what can we do to help him get better or how can we get him out of here and for the mavericks they're going to need to find more scoring opportunities especially guys that can make plays because the Luca do it all for us offense just is not going to work, especially against the Clippers in a closeout game. I even was I live tweeted this as well and was talking about the fact that Luka cannot do all of this by himself. And while Tim Hardaway is great, they need someone else that can just go make plays. And Jalen Brunson, they mixed in a little bit of that. I suggested they play a little bit of him more because he's a guy who can make plays off the ball but he's a little guy he's not as consistent and he's just not on the level of the guy that they actually need even though he's a good player i like Jalen brunson and he plays well he was a plus nine tonight he only had seven points he was three of eight from the field not his greatest of games but again he's a solid guy coming off the bench but they need another bona fide starter legit option guy that they can go to that can make plays and allow luca to either be off the ball making um off the ball spreading the floor or just giving him a rest offensively with someone else that can go consistently find opportunities for himself and for others and so hopefully that doesn't hurt him or hopefully that doesn't hurt the mads in game seven but one of the trends has been they were shooting the ball really well and they have started to come back down to earth the Clippers have not shot the ball that well in these last few games overall in this series not the greatest that could actually turn around in game seven because again this zone you would think for a team like the Clippers who have led the the league in three-point shooting this season would find their rhythm especially in a zone but the zone bothered them again they start again the Mavericks they started Boban and Porzingis they went with that zone look They slowed them down from getting into their uh, mid-range offense, so that didn't happen, and they forced them to take threes, and Reggie Jackson started off the game hot, and a lot of their offense was going through him, which I thought bode well for the Mavericks because the more he's taking shots and the more he's involved in making stuff happen, other guys are quiet, and I thought that would lead to Kawhi and Paul George um you know maybe having quieter games and boy was I wrong about Kawhi Leonard because he literally shut the door on this game most notably in the second half I mean he literally had 39 points in the final three quarters and so for a guy like that who's a stud a guy who's a superstar they can wake up at any time foolish of me to think that the Reggie Jackson experience was going to hamper anything that him or Paul George was going to do especially with Kawhi Leonard he just he just got in a rhythm found his found his mojo and just completely took over this game and we were waiting on Luka to do the same and he just did not so here we go with a game seven there's so many adjustments that have been made I don't know what adjustment the Mavericks need to make in game seven but I know one thing I know Luka will be extremely aggressive I know he will look at the tape I know he will see where he was too passive and he will capitalize on that in a game seven because they don't have anyone that can defend him and, and at this point the mavericks best hope is a dominant luka but if he doesn't get 40 it can be a dice roll and that's and that's just that's a sad situation for the mavericks to be in but again we're here they've at least got it to a game seven and now it's just a toss-up anything can happen this is the first series in playoff history where both teams have won all road games hopefully that trend continues on sunday so we shall see. So thank you guys for listening. Again, my name is Lawrence Brooks. This is the Hootball Mavericks podcast. Please subscribe and download on all streaming platforms. Leave a five-star review. Tell me how you like it. And also, please follow us on Twitter or follow me on Twitter at It. That's L-B-S-A-I-D-I-T and at Hoopball Mavs. Can't wait for this game. We're going to see a lot. Um, the Mavericks are going to show exactly what they're made of. And I think they can get this one, but they're going to have to go take it. It's not going to be given to them expect the best from Kawhi expect the best from Paul George expect them to play a spirited home game because all you can ask for is a game seven in your own house and so if the Clippers can't win this one I don't know what to say so the pressures all on them they have every every reason to win this game they're the the more superior roster although Luca I think has been the best player on the floor in this series he can if he can do it one more game he can really send this team home and further cement his legendary status as such a young talented player so you guys have a great weekend i will talk to you soon sunday can't get here fast enough let's go go mass